It's John's world, John's world, part of time. He's in Florida. <laughs> All right, everybody, you're back with your favorite South Florida host, John Hassinger, and with him always is Shady. Party on, John, and eat some cat food, Shady. John's world. Excellent. We were just talking about uh, listening to old shows and how narcissistic would it be if one of us <laughs> left the show and started like like what if you left it like like I can't deal with Biscardi and Clark anymore I'm just going off on my own and it was John and it was called like John's World like something that wasn't even that good but you, oh. you, like one of us thought it was great like Clark's <laughs> Corner and, and it's just me and they're like well you know Johnny Depp wants to be a guest no 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 it's yeah. it's all me I was thinking about that if if uh, I I wouldn't want to do a show unless it was you and Biscardi you know or just doing a show alone I think it would be more like a you, I mean, you become like Rush Limbaugh. Like, how yeah. how narcissistic can you be to like want to have your own? Because you know, Rush Limbaugh would never. Somebody like him would never entertain the idea of like a like a co-host. It, it needs to be yeah. me because he's crazy. But like, I mean, imagine Stern without. There wouldn't be a Howard Stern without yeah. Robin, without Fred. You know. Oh my God, dude! Can you imagine Howard trying to pull? what for some weird reason Robin just went along with with anyone else they would have like freaked out and like threatened to quit or like asked for him to be fired oh yeah do you remember the, when Robin left the show because she was offended or whatever I forget yeah, what it was but left a couple times yeah a couple times and you, you have to have Robin on the show it's like having Oasis without Liam and Noel Gallagher it's like having peanut butter without jelly he says it's like my compass. He's like, if I don't know what's going on, I just like look at Robin, and for some reason, he can like stay on track. He knows what the score is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, dude. I was listening to just because you know, I guess yeah, election season's like kind of close, right? Yeah. Where you know where there's just endless material. It so has I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna, I was like, I'm gonna start listening to, you know, political radio just so I can have more material to make fun of the topical shit that's going on. Right. And it's insane. I guess it was Rush Limbaugh. It didn't sound like him unless he's, you know, getting older and he just sounds different from the last time I heard him. And I'm like, how can you just go? It's like he's having a conversation with himself. Yeah. You know, like, he'll ask a question, then he'll, like, answer it and expand on it, then ask another question and just answer it and expand on it. I'm like, you are so far up your own ass, you don't oh, want yeah. someone else with you asking the questions. Right, he needs to hear himself ans ask the question, and he loves to listen to himself answer the question. Oh, like, he could listen to himself a... talk for, like, three hours straight, and he does. Like, that, that podcast movement um, that I'm kind of pissed that we can't be at, but hopefully they'll have one next year. Um, Rush or Glenn Beck was supposed to be like the you know head speaker, like the host or something, and for some odd reason he can't make it, and now that guy Mark Marin is is yeah. like hosting it, and uh, I thought that was kind of a shift, you know. Oh yeah, I would think most podcasters would be happy about that, don't you think? Definitely. I don't know. If I don't know were, what the market say is. to me. You're hey, uh, you know Glenn Beck can do it. Move in Mark Marin. I'd be all about that. They could say Glenn Beck can't do it, and a relative of Bin Laden's going to be there. I would have been like, okay, fine. Right. As Glenn long Beck as that do loud it, that mouth shit you took this morning is making its way up. <laughs> stage. You're like, all right, you know what? It's there's going to be some interesting things to say. We have uh, yeah. Comments. It, I can't get into him. 
no. You can't. Yeah, do you like my new uh, profile picture here on Skype? I was trying to read what the back of it is. Isn't that John's cool? Profile picture has a uh, has a it's it's like his head down with. I'm I'm advertising for two uh, people that are well soon to be in my family. One of them's already in my family. It's my brother's Rhinine Fitness hat, but it's reversed, so it looks like a. I don't even know what that would be. It looks like a sloppy stin. And, and 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 below it is the company Heather works for. The company called Skix, um, and of course that is backwards too. So it just looks like nothing. <laughs> it looks cool, but it it's still looks cool kind of cool because. Yeah. Of, yeah, you're like, oh, it's like in the Snoop videos when they'd have the blurred out hats. It's like, oh, what is it? What it's is cooler. That? It's blurred out. It looks cool. It looks very good. So, it looks um, it looks great. God, man, the show yesterday, there was times where I was slamming my fist on the desk. The whole time. Because I, I just, I couldn't do anything. That was, it was like I was in an airplane. I just oh. had to sit and hope that you had the patience and could figure it out. Yeah. Because I would have I would have quit. I would have been like, Mary, you can leave. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know what? There was a point right in the beginning where I was like, I really... If you didn't listen to yesterday's show yet, we had some uh, some audio problems, um, to say the least. Uh, everything sounded good in the test. And then when we did the... Um, did you have it set up somewhere else? Were you like at your I office? Did. Yeah, I did. I oh, it was on the it was like, it was like podcast on the road. So I I brought all these things. I brought two sets of headphones. I brought monitors. Um, I've learned. Why did you Why did you have it there? Is it because Mary lives closer to your office? It was because it was. She actually it's it's around the same distance, but. Um, because it was such like a, a, a high profile, like cool guest. I didn't yeah. and I've never met her before. Right. I didn't, you didn't want to have say, her in your <laughs> Yeah, come on over to my house. That's that's my <laughs> that's my snake right there. Uh you know, cuz where I do where I, where I record my, you know, the podcast, it's very um I have like turtles in here and snakes and I, you know, I just I want it to be like more professional. Chinese water dragon. Yeah, but dude, <laughs> that's the thing guy. about that's the thing about podcasts. Like you don't have to be professional. It's all theater of the mind. You know, you're dealing with, you know, creative people. Like it was so funny. I I totally can tell that you two are in the improv from the improvish world, and I'm not. I'm from the radio world because most of the, the real show world. most of the show yesterday was you guys kind of just doing that improv thing where you're just constantly like adding. You're playing like Jenga. With like right. jokes and situations and descriptions, and I was like, "But wait, no, no, I want to, I want to get, I want to ask. Oh, I have a follow up." It's frustrating. <laughs> yeah, it was funny too, it, and it wasn't like you know. Obviously, it was just like when we did that humming tune. You know, oh, that was great. It was like yeah, so it, it was really cool. I get like the frustration with the audio. It, it was there were all kinds of like echoes and delays, and it was it was just because it was the first time. We did somebody else, and I, I didn't have – for some reason, there was some – there was like eight components running into the show connection-wise on my end. So there was something like – something went cold, and I just couldn't find it. When you're stressed out, it's like in 10 minutes. Yeah, it's like you see like nothing. You're like, I I can't do it. I'm done. It's done like it. a math test in fifth grade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, and then in the beginning, too, I wanted to just say, 
look, I hate to ask you this. Let's just spend like a half an hour. Let's go on. And, but then there was already people listening at that time, and I didn't want to – so I was like, ah, oh, we'll just – we'll fix this yeah. up. So more testing is necessary. But, yeah, yeah, it was frustrating. So I just feel like – how do you – what do you have? Just regular old headphones? Uh, no, I have a pair of, like, Apple headphones that are pretty decent. It's like a – I mean, they're, they're decent. It's like a $40, $40 pair of headphones. Oh, not like the ones that come with the phone? No, no, no. They're like actual like earmuffs that you put on. And they're actually just is, earmuffs for the winter. They're not even hooked up. <laughs> That's why I'm always screaming, John, John. I can't hear you. I have I have the earphones and I have a Samson Meteor mic, which is pretty good. It's about a hundred bucks. And, okay, uh, so if there was any way you could have just split your headphones to another headphone, um, you know what I'm saying, like a splitter where you put it in. But it has two holes. You plug the male into the female, then it has two holes. It has two more females, like on the end, and you can just plug two sets of headphones into it. Ah, so they can both, holes. both hear the same thing, and then you both just share your mic. That's what, that's what we should have done. Yeah, we. Uh, I gave her the wanted her to have. I don't like, know why the I didn't think to ask? No, no, I wanted her to have the mic, and then what I was going to do was just use the um, the input for the 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 computer but that wasn't like connecting through some but then when i did connect it she couldn't hear the playback on her headphones there was some like some disconnect there so i put up Uh, actual speakers like an actual like monitor there so we could hear it like live like an actual like amplifier you could hear it back for right and then was that the echo that was the echo so (laughs) i wanted to i wanted to uh part of me wanted to not not apologize at all and just say well, because of the Space Odyssey theme, we're doing kind of a space theme. That's why there's an echo. You know? So she's like, wow, what the fuck did I get into? I dude, know. She was so cool and, like, understanding. It. Like, it was very, like, oh, no big deal. No big deal. And her boyfriend does, like, audio engineering and, like, Dante? Music. Yeah, Dante. So it was, like, his worst oh, nightmare. Oh, he does? That. Yeah. So it, for, you know, she was so cool about that. I was like, oh, I wish Dante were here, too. Yeah, I know. He, he could, could bring like that up with like his finger, like MacGyver it with a pen. Right, yeah. He, he could click one thing and it would all change. We'd be like, oh, this is why he went to school. This is it. Or whatever. Became this. Uh, yeah, dude, she yeah. was great. Uh, was I was, cool. I had so much fun. Um, yeah. Just talking to her and listening to her explain. Because I think art is super like psychological. Like I think it, artists and creative people do it because there's deep shit in their brain that they don't know what to do with so they just like splatter it on the wall or they do a podcast yeah you have to have like ramble yeah right you have to get it out and i think you can just dig so deep i mean every drawing she has there's probably a cool story behind it you know anything Um, so that's why i felt like i could talk to her forever oh yeah Uh, so interesting you know just to hear how the process works or how it's just you know improvised yeah. it's just really cool yeah i'm a, i'm a i'm a merry doodle mark oh i'm a doodle bug me too yeah we're doodle bugs man <laughs> yeah we gotta have her back i know we have to have her back and uh i don't know it was fun she was so quick too with the uh like the improv thing with like my stupid puns like even off air i know i, like, we I had, know we had i said something stupid like Oh, you're so much better than the last guest. She's like, who is that? And I was like, oh, Mary Noodles. It was this Asian lady talking about bad tie for an hour. And she's like, oh, she's stealing my thunder, that bitch. 
Yeah. Like she, could, she would be like a great host. And she, I, I said to her, I said, you should do like your own podcast. And she actually said she thought about it well, with her, her boyfriend. Show, her YouTube show is like a podcast. It's like a podcast. It serves the, the same kind of like outlet, which is cool. She has segments where she yeah. just talks. She doesn't even draw. Yeah. Um, I think uh, – yeah, that dude. See, that's what I mean. Like the improv. Fun. Like you, you made a joke, so then she just added a joke, and then like you added a joke. It just kind of, yeah. Like, it kind of oh. takes shape. Like I have too many questions. Help me. Stop your improv hour. For the love of Venus. But it was hilarious, so I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't stop it. It was fun though. It was cool, and uh, oh, I had one more thing to say. I can't really remember. I just want to know if it's hard to draw dragons. Because she draws them so fast, and I feel like there's just like a very simple blueprint to just draw a dragon real quick. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd like to draw one. could probably try to urinate one out in the snow. <laughs> oh. No. There could Jerry be. Jerry the, the dragon. Yeah. We should try that. We should ask him across the streams. The, uh, <laughs> the show... <laughs> Lightsaber fight. It was weird too. Yesterday, when we were having those, you know, audio problems, as I couldn't hear you and Biscardi, and I thought I'm trying to keep it cool the whole, like first 13 minutes before I was like, we just got to cut this and take a break. I was trying to keep it cool, just ask questions. So, but I don't know if anyone, but the the audio was picking up you guys. I just couldn't hear you. So I was like, to anybody listening, I wonder if they think I'm being a dick or John and Biscardi's like. Yeah, so what, uh, tell, and I'm just like, yeah, so anyway, tell us about what you're doing, you know, like I was, I didn't want to come off as if I was cutting you off because I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, but there was thankfully like a it moment. wasn't that bad, but it was, yeah, you could still, it was still awkward. There was a moment where I was like, hey, Mary, when did, and it, you guys just like kept going. I was like, yo, what the hell? Who was and playing I, the Nintendo music? Somebody was playing like theme music. It was great. Who? Listen back to the, the, the show. Somebody's playing, it's either, the Friday the Thirteenth theme to the Nintendo no. game, or it's Zelda, but it's clearly there. I mean, it's like do 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 do. I mean, it's uh, that might that may have been me trying to call back on Skype. It was, I think it's the Skype ring. Oh, they ripped that off, man! I will find the <laughs> I will find the MP3 YouTube of of that song. I'm not kidding. Like, oh, I don't joking. doubt you. I don't doubt your they ears. They totally ripped off the Nintendo game. That's uh, awesome. I always. It. Whenever the whenever you call me or I call you on the Skype ringtone, do you ever listen to it? Uh, if if it's I calling guess. in, I don't really listen to it. I just I get a ringing if I'm calling out. It's like an outbound ringtone. Uh, if it's in, it's just I don't have any like crazy settings. Ah, it's really cool. We we'll have to check it out. It's just random Skype. How uh, how do I sound now? Right now you sound great. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you have the debonair voice of a young James Earl Jones. Yeah. <laughs> White. And the drinking habits of a late Dean Martin, unfortunately. <laughs> that was my thing, like ten years ago. I would just randomly just compliment <laughs> people with old references, but then I would follow up with another old reference that, that was like, like that, like was a little insulting. Not insulting, but it was like you know <laughs> keeping them in check. Like I would say to my, I said to my cousin Mark, I said. You know, we graduated or whatever. I said, Mark, you know, you have the debonair charm of a young Bobby Darren. He goes, oh, thank you. I said, unfortunately, you have the vision of a late Sammy Davis Jr. And he, goes, <laughs> he was he was black. And I'm like, so are you, you know. <laughs> I'll just make up these old. You have the uh, you have the young <laughs> self-esteem of a late 
Don Cheadle. <laughs> He's still alive. Late Don Cheadle. Yeah. Of a young uh, Errol Flynn. Yeah, but you have um, the you have the jump shot of a of a prime Michael Jordan. What? But the personal life of Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> you have that, the, that's my spin on it. You have the batting average of a younger Michael Schmidt. Unfortunately, the hair of a late Juan Samuel. Late. He's like an active coach. Late. <laughs> We need to get know, Juan Samuel on the show. We should, we should write to the... Yeah, yeah, I know. He just keeps... They keep recycling. He's one of those guys, Juan Samuel, that they just keep recycling, and I would too. Yeah. If I were in major leagues, I would hold on to that till the day I die. I would take any... I mean, if you love baseball and you need a because job, it, that's all you know his, how to do. His name is just so fun to say. Juan, Juan Samuel. Juan Samuel. Juan Samuel. It's like three names, but or like one... It's fun to say. It's fun. Do you remember him seeing him on the Phillies as as like yeah. a yeah? I remember going and it was like Jerry Curl, Juan Samuel. It's like oh, it's Juan Samuel. Yeah, he's good. He was number eight, I think. Yeah. Did you research him after I mentioned him a couple shows ago? Yeah, I, I we talked about him, right? Yeah, yeah. I think we just made fun of him. You were like talking to somebody, and you're like, "Would you rather be Michael Schmidt's mustache?" Or Lance Parrish's thigh. Right. <laughs> or something well, like that's that. That's a good question said, for you. Juan Samuel's Jerry Curl. <laughs> what would you rather be in their in their prime on the Phillies? Jason Worth's unmanageable hair. Oh, he was... No, facial hair. His unmanageable facial hair. It was so impressive. Or John Crook's ball sack. Oh! Do you remember when the Phillies went '93, and it was like yeah. the greatest thing in the world because? Yeah. And then, and then the Blue Jays beat him, and you're like, oh. and then Dykstra started like opening up car washes and producing and like, death. Mitch Williams was getting death threats. Yeah. And like John Kruk has ball cancer. You're like, what? Poor guy. <laughs> Everything went down after that. What's happening? Darren Dalton, I saw. Became a Scientologist. Yeah, he got so weird. I saw him like, like a couple years back. When I was still in Pennsylvania, and he was like bald and like fat. Yeah, he looks like Lex Luthor. He seems like a good-looking dude, you know. He was like, he was a cool like catcher. He was, you know, he uh, was Mrs. good. Mrs. Agnew loved him. I remember. Yeah, he was like a good-looking dude. And then he just like let it all hang. Dykstra was the worst though. He, I think he he, he went to jail for a while. Or well, got, no, Dykstra like got really rich. Got really uh, rich. Opening up all these car dealerships, used car lots, and then they found out he was like embezzling like all the money. And, yeah. He's in it's jail now, I think. Yeah. He went to jail. I don't know. Speaking that of... That uh, was the best. Right. Speaking of bad money management, Curtis James Jackson III, otherwise yeah. known as 50 Cent, filed for bankruptcy in Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah, what is up with that? Because DeWitt tried to explain it, and I got even more confused. DeWitt was... I read DeWitt's post. Uh, he's right. It's he. It's like the the Donald Trump thing. Donald Trump has his money when he files bankruptcy. It's, uh, it's always the, the I the knew management. it. Like it's not his personal wealth. 50 yeah, I was cent. like, this is something that's some really rich people do. It's yeah. just a bogus headline to get people to read a boring story. Exactly. Exactly. That's it in a nutshell. It's just a boring headline because Fifty Cent's net worth, like his own money, yeah. is like two hundred and fifty million. <laughs> I was trolled. We were both trolled just by the dumb headline. The dumb headline. And then you read this. Good. and It's like when you see a – whenever you see a movie, 
a new new like a big film there's always paramount pictures presents and then there's always like you know uh french fry in association with french fry productions or whatever you always see that secondary thing that you never heard of and that's because any big studio creates these uh you know these llc's specifically for that movie because it costs nothing to them so that if anyone ever sues them they sue this shitty llc and not the studio so if you know somebody dies in the set or you know whatever somebody sues they're suing you know Fuzzy Nutsack Productions and not Paramount because they oh set it up so that's why. So it's very smart. Is that like it's a loophole. At the end of uh, – like is that J.J. Abrams? Like is that Bad Robot? No, but I guess Bad Robot is huge now. I think Bad Robot is like his production company. Yeah. Um, what about like at the end of House? There's there's something funny at the end of House. Bad Hat Harry. I think that could be it. Or Full House, the – Miller Boyette Productions, and then there was like <laughs> Lorimar. Yeah, uh, right. Is that all like fake? Um, one of those like is always Dick House Productions. Isn't yeah. that the Jackass Kingman Productions? I'm getting sued. I had nothing to do with this flick. <laughs> yeah, it's something to do. Yeah, they set up these little <laughs> things so that if they get sued, it they're suing this company that owns the rights or whatever. That's so cool. I never knew that. I thought they were real. Yeah. I'm going to start things. doing that just so people are like, wow, that video that has three views about the guy in the yeah. toilet, he's really protecting himself. We can get like really offensive and just, right. you know, pass it off to this dick house. <laughs> so it's, this podcast movement, man, I'm like, uh, I'm kind of bummed that we're missing out on this because that's, it's like a convention for podcasts, it's like what I do at nurse conventions and you know hospital conventions. You just go there and you meet people in the biz, and you just you know you I find know, ways we to be there. You find ways to take over and climb to the top. Oh, we should be there. <laughs> and, and apparently, this guy that's at the top of this podcast world is named Jared Isley. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's spelled it's, phonetically. It would Dream be like easily. Yeah, but I think it's Isley. I don't no know. relation to the Isley Brothers. Host of Starve the Doubts podcast and co-founder of Podcast Movement. Ah. Big Wig Nation. So he's like, uh, you know, he's a big deal, I guess. He's kind of a big deal. People just kept mentioning his name on the uh, that Jared other Easley. site that we're on. Yeah. Is yeah, it Easley? Uh, I think it's easily. Look where he lives. I'm on the uh, movement site. Look where he lives. Uh, oh, you're not on the face? I'm not on the face. Just go to Jared's Facebook page. He seems like, like a normal dude. Where is, the, where is the podcast movement at? Is it San Diego or something? It's in, it's in like uh, Texas. It's in like Fort Worth, I think. We should send Biscardi up there. I know. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son yeah. Is that from? <laughs> I don't that's, know. That's from something. something. Yeah, I, know. I don't it's from, know. Oh, it's it from uh, 13 Days, Kevin Costner. No, I've Called never Loyalty. Seen... Son of a bitch. <laughs> you were eating that. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. You, you know what? Actually, I think it's I did it Son on my own because I've never seen that movie. And I think I did it in like one of those movies that I made when I was like young, and it just stuck. Nice. 
I was like a, an, a detective, but I had like a gay like lisp. I was like, oh, well, where that do you happens. think he was, you son of a bitch? <laughs> like that on purpose? It just came out that way? Yeah, right. Yeah, it was like almost like an accident. So the podcast movement is on at 1300 Houston Street, Fort Worth, Texas. Ah, oh, right in Dallas. Yeah. So anyway, this Easley guy lives like 20 minutes from me. He lives where uh, Heather's parents live in Florida. Coral Springs. Yeah. Go find It's crazy. <laughs> just show up at his house. Yeah, I'm just going to go to local watering holes or check in where he checks in. and. Uh, yeah. Oops. Get in there. Oops. Oh, hey. Hey, you. you hey, sorry I spilled the streak on you. By the way, I'm John. <laughs> By the way, I'm John. I love your podcast. You find like something uh, he posts on Craigslist and, you know, he's like, yeah, I'll buy your couch. <laughs> You're interested? No. Uh, but why have you here? Uh... Do you do any podcasting? Because I do. I like drop my phone on the floor and it's open to like the podcast movement. Right. Like, <laughs> oops. Oh, for some reason it's in a cassette player and you're holding it above your head outside his window. <laughs> and he's like, the police are on their way. And, you're, and it's just like, welcome to Nerd 35. I'm playing his show to right. his window. Like, <laughs> look, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really, uh, I haven't listened to any of his episodes. Um, you know what? It's really funny because the f- most recent post, I think, so he'll just post random questions. I'm sure he just uses it for his show. Yeah. Yesterday at 6.30 p.m., top villain, question mark. Yes. Uh, yeah, who asked, who asked that like a week ago? He posted that? Yes. Wow, we're in tune with him. I know. Or he's ripping off our ideas. Lawsuit. Not tell you climb your way to the top. You step on all the little people below you. Staircases. I'm like, John, that's an old lady you just tased. She had nothing to do with any of our lives. You're really hurting people. You're like, I'm stepping on people. It's like, it's it's figurative. You're really hurting that lady. <laughs> You're murdering her. <laughs> Hopper. So he actually has a list. Um, we just said who are, who's the best. We actually had some answers. Um, yeah, we should We should pull that up. Can you, like, find them? Um, I'm going to find them right now. I can kind of go my own way here. He's he, top villain. A, Darth Vader. B, Voldemort. No. Good. C, C, Minions. D, Other. And uh, a lot of people. Ming the Merciless. The Scarecrow. You're too busy squabbling from the scraps of Longsheng's table that you've missed your god gave a right to something better. A country of our own. Men don't follow titles. They follow heart. So, so why so why didn't you see Braveheart, John? About, we need to know. We, we talked about uh, Braveheart, and I let you know I've never seen it. And right. I have, a, I have a reason, and it's really just because it's long, and I don't know how to just sit down by myself for three and a half hours and watch Braveheart. Yeah. But and or and if comma yeah if uh, Saturday after uh, Heather and I get engaged she uh, goes she goes to a concert and I'm sitting on the couch just recovering from the night before because we didn't get in until four in the morning and 
had to uh, have a locksmith um, open our door because uh, I left my key in my car and the valet was closed. Or I left my key with the valet and the valet was closed. So we had to take a cab home. We got home, didn't have the key because didn't have the car. Doors locked. Need a locksmith. Locksmith comes, complains, charges us an insane amount to pick our door, open Jeez. it. We get in. Yeah. So wait, you so locked your keys inside, obviously, no, or you didn't no, have them at all? I didn't have them because valet closed, and I just didn't like realize it. Uh, we were hammered, dude. We just got engaged. Every, like ten different people bought me shots. Yeah, you're out, you're it's it's a celebratory out, outside my mind, and uh, I, I kind of just didn't even realize what was going on. I, I even told Heather, I was like, "Yo, I can kick the door down. Just watch," and I did. I just <laughs> it's I just not rocked. even your house. I rocketed backwards, <laughs> and I slammed into the wall. I was like, okay, I guess I can't kick it. Uh, and so she, the next day, she goes to the concert, and I'm sitting on the couch like dead as a doornail. I'm like, I wish dead I could just watch something. I'm going through the guide, and I see Braveheart. I'm like, are you Are you kidding me? And I turn it. And I sit back and I crush the volume and it's like just starting, you know, like that. You know, like universal stuff. Sure, sure. And I think like, I forget like how it starts, but it was within seconds I realized it was the uh, Spanish channel. <laughs> oh, no. You're, dude, you're smarter than I am. I had on uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, like, a month ago on the Spanish channel for like 20 minutes and it was like the ADD moment where I'm like playing with the iPad and doing other things but I'm watching it and and it's registering that it's not making sense but I'm still watching it because I'm like not really paying attention so like, oh, maybe it's just like another language and right just, everything like, sounds like Spanish anyway when I'm not paying attention because it's like wah, 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 wah. You, you might as well just be like the Charlie Brown like penis <laughs> voices until yeah. Jen comes in and she's like you didn't watch the Spanish channel I was like huh <laughs> dude so at least you picked up on that after I realized it was the Spanish channel, I left it on for another two hours. I just didn't nice. change the channel. But, like, I would glance up. Sense. But I was on the computer. I was on the iPad. I was on my phone. I was doing 900 things at once. Jeez. So I didn't really see anything. And then finally I noticed and I just changed it. Yeah. But I was I was like, here, see, for some reason, I'm not meant to watch Braveheart until, like, a specific day. Right. I don't know. And that time, when the time is right, you'll know. Yes. When Braveheart is to be watched. You're let right. You a few other, let me ask you a few other movies to see if you've watched them. Some some good movies that are longer. Okay. Which, by the way, I get it. It's If it's too long. Yeah, no, and like, I'm not it. against long movies. It's sure. just the, I just already know that it's long. Right. I, I'd be curious to know if, what you thought of Braveheart, because, like, a lot of people, I saw, oh, I saw oh, it in the drive-in, yeah. actually, with my parents the first time. Did so you really? I did. It was like one of the last summers wow. they had the drive-in in Pennsylvania. I saw Braveheart, and I loved it. And then I you know, got it on VHS or whatever. And I, right. I, I loved the movie. And as like a kid and like a teenager, like I just thought it was so cool. I love history. It's like violent. So, you know. Yeah. But so you know, when, when that, you, yeah. that may have deterred me because I don't know what teacher you had in grade school, but my history teacher sucked. And I didn't get into history until like college. So that was probably something against it where it was like, uh, I don't even understand what they're talking about. 
Yeah. But now that I'm 34, I don't have to. And I, you know, I love Game of Thrones, which is basically, you know, it's the same idea. Uh, I, I know I'll like Definitely. it. Oh, yeah. That's why I think you you'd probably like it because you're into Game of Thrones. And you're into yeah. the whole, like, my lord, you yes, made them. Your grace. Your grace. Yeah, so I'd be interested to see what you thought about that because, you know, growing up watching that, you know, you like the know. movie. Then you know later, like, eh, you know, see what, what a fresh – after all the technology and different films you've had, like 20 – Braveheart's 20 years old this year. I know, and that's another thing I worried about. I was like, it's uh, – is it still going to hold up? Am I going to watch this and be really let down? It's, it's what we got to find out. It's what the world wants to know, John. All right, well, I will uh, – I'll give a full review. Um I just gotta find it. I wonder if it's on it. Netflix. So let me let me ask you a few questions here, Phil. Right. Have you seen yeah. The Godfather? Yes. Okay. Have you seen it more than once? I think twice. Okay. All right. I mean, I think I think two and a half times. Yeah. All right. All right. Seen that last scene though, like a hundred times. Right. The uh, the baptism scene. The uh, no the the restaurant baptism. It's about the Godfather one. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said the last scene. Yeah, the last scene of that movie. The last scene of the Godfather is when he becomes the Don in the office. Oh, I thought it's when he takes the gun out of the bath, out of the toilet, and goes in and blows the two guys away. That's not at the end? Oh, dude, that's that's like not even the middle of the end. you got to watch it. Oh, okay. It's a classic. I'm just getting it confused. You know what it was? It was on... Like it HBO. is a confusing movie. You have to watch it like 80 times to like get the and, whole thing. And I – it was on HBO and I never had anyone say like, here, watch The Godfather. And I was like <laughs> – Watch The Godfather. Sit down and watch like, it. I just want a haircut. I was like in eighth grade. Take your pants and off. And it was on HBO for like two weeks straight, like all day, every day. So I kept <laughs> watching it at different times. You know, like yeah, I yeah. tune in at different times. So I always forget. Oh, no, of I, course. That was like my favorite part though when he did that. It was good. Yeah, I go to the bathroom. You gotta go. You gotta go. Oh. I want to talk to you about this uh, podcast. Puzzle. All right. So you've seen The Godfather. Scarface. Yes. Sound of Music. No. Okay. That one's a uh, tough sell for somebody. I think if you, Sound see, of if you see it as a kid, you, you appreciate it. It might be a tough sell when you're older. Yeah, right. Like Mary Poppins. Right. Which I just saw for the first time last year. I've never seen it yet. It's good. I don't think I'm going to get to it. But I liked that movie with Tom Hanks. That was awesome. Yeah, I, I want to see that one. Saving Mr. Banks? Yeah, dude. Hanks is awesome. Hanks is good, man. He's one of the best. Have you watched uh, Band of Brothers, the miniseries? No. Oh, that's a good one, man. All right, Band of Brothers. All right. Shawshank Redemption. Yes, a couple times. Dark Knight. One, one of the best. Oh, yeah, a bunch of times. I own it, I think. Schindler's List. Yes, once. That's a movie I think you can only watch once. It is a mission, but I really thought Liam Neeson was so freaking good. He just carried the whole thing. He was great. God, he was He's awesome. A great like, actor. Before I watched it, people were like, oh man, if you can make it past the first 45 minutes, then you'll be okay. But I was I was into it right away. Yeah, he's good, man. That's the Nazi stuff in, in, intrigues me, too. Yeah, me too. It's just it's interesting part of history, you know, to see how like, oh, evil the mind. world was. And they were they were crazy. this close. Yeah, they got this close to taking over everything. Oh, scary, man. 
thing. And then we were like, all right, fine, we'll get involved. Yeah, we're going to get involved. Oh, I always right. love watching those World War II documentaries on the History Channel where it's like, they're all pretty much the same thing, but it's like the last days of the Nazis. Yeah. And it's always like, by 1944, Eisenhower sent in troops on the 101st Battalion, but Hitler had another idea, so he sent in his best. That's where Rommel came in. And they always have like the historian that's just like, uh, Rommel wanted to do, and then it's just, I don't know, they're all cool because they're so like, there's no, so many people involved in that conflict. It's like a movie, dude. Or I mean, like, it's like a, it's like what George R. R. Martin is, the guy wrote Game of Thrones. It's like what he's doing, but it's like what happened in real life. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's basing most of his like story off of what happened in real life. Could you imagine? Could you imagine that today? I mean, it would be it'd be worse now because of the technology. But with the social media and, and technology we have, it's it's like Germany took over this country. Germany took over this one, and this one, and this one, and this one. And okay, so we're going in. So this country got involved, and I mean, it's a world war, and it's just oh, it's scary. And then Japan, Japan, they decide to bomb a tiny little island. It's bastards. And, like, what were they expecting? Were they just completely clueless I think with they, that move? Yeah, they, uh, one of the, I think it was Yamamoto. I should let Biscardi speak to this. But he was, like, a Japanese general. And the reason that the uh, Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor was because, one, is their oil was running out, and um, they, they needed to start. The U.S. cut off Japan's oil. We were giving them oil. We cut them off because they were, you know, invading China and all this. So we just cut. So their oil, they had like a six-month reserve left. So they decided to bomb Pearl Harbor, get us in the war, take oil. The second part was – two was uh, – What was um, that? That was Jen laughing. Apparently she likes uh, Americans dying at Pearl Harbor. Um, and then the second <laughs> part was um, was they had an alliance with Germany and Italy, which Italy, by the I... way, was like the weak link of the chain. You know, it was like the Ringo of, 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 the, uh, of the war. So nice. they had to kind of go into war to thrust him in there. Um, but some of the Japanese generals were saying, like, it's it's, it's going to awaken a sleeping giant. It's a bad right. idea. But they really were kind of back against the wall. So I'm just kidding about Jen, too. She loves Americans. Her dad is actually a fighter pilot. No way. Yeah. Flew an F-4. B- blow anybody up? Yeah, Vietnam, man. Just dropping those babies. Uh, killer. Yeah. But anyway. Babies. Dropping these babies. But yeah, so let me ask you two more here, film questions, because I'm very curious. Have you seen? Right, that was that, what I see. What I just did right there with you is test your history knowledge. I just wanted to see how far you could go because when I bring on Bob Coons, um, I just wanted to know what level. And you guys are like the exact same. Oh yeah, he's gonna be. You could have went off for like six hours on the world on World War Two, couldn't you? Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to have him on. This is your your friend. I think he's coming on in. Uh... He's going to be a guest in August. August 1st, yeah, thanks. That's cool, man. Love to have him. Yeah. Love to have him. It'll be interesting. Um, all right, what what, what next that? movie? Air Bud. Air Bud. No, uh, Is that where a dog plays basketball? Yeah, yes. I think I've seen it once, and I was like, this is exactly what I thought it would be. Let me ask you a movie question. This will be the last one. Have you seen The Shining? And I you, like them. What do you think of it? Ooh, that's another one of those movies, dude, that I saw in film class. Yes, uh, it is like at, a film class State. movie, film school sure. movie. Sure, as are most Stephen King yeah. movies. Um, Tasmania. 
And I didn't want to watch it. I was like, oh, God, this is an old movie. I'm not going to be into it. And all of a sudden, you're you're almost going as crazy as Jack Nicholson is. Right. It's it's a maddening thing. Yeah, right. God, it's so good. It's crazy. I love it. I want to watch it again. You know what's interesting about that movie, too? It's exhausting, though. It's exhausting. I've I've liked The Shining. When I first saw it, I was like 16. I was like, yeah, it's scary. I get it. I didn't watch it again for like a long time. And my buddy Zach recently, for some reason I brought up The Shining, and he's he's in film school, and he studied that movie. Like, it's his favorite movie. He's He knows oh, wow. everything backwards. And he was telling me how many Easter eggs are in this movie and how many oh, different crazy. things of detail. So I started doing research of, you know, The Shining, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. And, I, and I've always liked Stephen King. Like, I read the book, so, like, really into it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's great stuff. But there's so much detail of things that the naked eye, like, wouldn't even see. You have to, like read up on it and then like find it in the movie and one of the things that Kubrick did was the layout of the hotel interior wise didn't make any sense compared to the exterior and there's different scenes where doors shouldn't be there because there's a window there and and the reason he did that was subliminally it gives the viewer a very queasy kind of uneasy feeling throughout the whole thing which is if you watch The Shining you, you feel uneasy and it's not because you're scared at least for me it's because you're like it just it's, like visually, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, and it's weird, and the characters. That's like the, a Hitchcock creepy. move. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow, dude, that is crazy. Because in Lost, that's whenever you know, like the this stand. Guy, this guy would write a review of each episode of Lost, and if The Shining was mentioned, it was mentioned yeah. like. It was mentioned at least like once or twice in every article because of the way that the guys copied Kubrick in the whole like layout of the show. The whole It has all those Easter eggs. Right. All those like tricks. Yeah, like, they're cool. They're, it's it's like the show is littered with them. It's crazy. They're just peppered throughout. Peppered. That's funny. Yeah. The, uh, the Lost is a lot like The Stand, too. I've read a lot of parallels between different things in The Stand. I don't know what The Stand is. The Stand is a Stephen King book, and it was a miniseries. I mean, I know that, but I've never read it. I don't know. It's cool, it's man. They're, they're actually they kinda end doing like a cool on a... feature on it. I think... Yeah, I heard that. Um, Hulu's doing it? I think, no, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be theatrical. Like, I think Warner Brothers is doing it. Whoa. It's going to be it's, – it's a four-movie thing. I mean the book is like a thousand pages, so they're doing it four movies. But it's cool. Basically the, the plot is like a – the book at least and the miniseries is a, a plague breaks out of a military uh, cool. base and like, kills like 99% of the population and then the other 1%. Whoa. It's like good and evil. So like the good band together and the bad guys have like this devil kind of figure and the good have like this godlike mother kind of figure and they, they kind of duke it out. Um, but it's just the character development. It's one of those, like, a lot of Stephen uh, King. okay, yeah. They show, like, seven different people. They're different, you know, all entwined. Like, it's cool, though, but but we'll see. I like seven different points of view of, like, the same story. Seven different dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's all really about the characters. Right. But yeah, the, there's like, some cool backdrops, too. I mean, the, uh, sure, the plague fun. and, you know, all that stuff, so. Plagues are always a good time. Plagues. 
I'm a big <laughs> fan of the plagues. The plague of my draws. So who have you... What, what, what Stephen King books have you read? <laughs> what? Ladies, what Stephen, the plague. What Stephen King I just books? threw up in my mouth twice. <laughs> I hate my life. Uh, Stephen King books. Uh, I've read... I've read all the classics like Cujo and The Shining and Cujo, uh, Cujo, yes, Cujo, uh, Christine, Carrie. Uh, wow. I've read a lot. Uh, I read some of his newer ones. I just read from Buick Eight, which is like okay, uh, but I really love his short story, especially with, as you know, with a guy with ADD, you can pick yeah. up. You just go through any of them. He writes these short stories like uh, they're called. One's called a Skeleton Crew. It's like a collection of short stories. One's like, uh, did you read Under the Dome? Yeah, that's good, man. I did too. That's a good book. I muscled through too. that fucker. That's a good book. I loved how it ended for Big Jim. Yeah. Just trapped down there, like there. There's your own little dome by yourself yeah. to die. Go to hell. Pretty cool. Have you? Did you see the TV series? Yeah. I I didn't watch it. I'm curious about it, but I'm. I need to like Netflix. It's on Netflix. I need to watch it. I like watched it, and then like it took a break, and then I started disappointing started re- reading the book, and I blasted through the book, and I was like, nah, I'm not interested. Not in doing it. CBS. Yeah. <laughs> if it was HBO, it would be cool. But right. CBS. Let's watch another commercial. I right. love. Uh, I've done that too. Like you'll read a book, and then the movie's on. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna finish one without the other. And uh, yeah. yeah, I'm just not gonna do. I know the ending here. Or you're like, well, I see the movie, so screw this, and the book gets like thrown out the window. That's dude. That's what's we'll happening. Watch, we'll to read me. Bernstein Bears another day. <laughs> that's what's happening to me with uh, Hunger Games. Yeah, I read all the books, and I'm like, and eh, the movie was really cool. And then I read all the books, and I'm like, I don't know if I really am gonna rush to the theater to see it. Yeah, to see the rest. Did because you, like you know what's gonna happen. Right. And I don't really think that they're going to do it better than what I came up with in my head. That's true, too. You always have that you know, visual interpretation, and then you see it, and you're like, this is not it. This isn't right. Where's right. Dobson? <laughs> it's all wrong. It's all wrong. What is this? <laughs> or they do like a they, – they change like things around, and you're like, oh, I can't. All right. Yeah. You expect it to be your vision. Right. Right. How dare you? <laughs> Why didn't they read my mind? this in your head, and you don't even remember because you have ADD. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> if you're tuning in now, this is John Haster, Matthew Clark on the Podcastle's Nerd 35 edition of the show. Please tweet us at the underscore Podcastle uh, and on Facebook. We're always happy to read our uh, questions. And, uh, in fact, I'm going to get into Twitter right now. I'm going to uh, read a few of the uh, tweets myself. Yeah, is there any... The electric um, bill is due. You have... Oh, wait, no, that's... Did you get the uh, the villains that the, that the listeners oh, uh, yeah. recommended? Yeah, here we go. Some of them were weird. They were, like, different. I didn't... I only glanced at them. I'm going to find those. Yeah, we, we posted on the uh, the Nerd 35 show about a week ago. We want to hear who the most evil, scariest villains in film were. I mean, actually terrifying. Not so much... Uh, cool. Not so much uh, like Darth Vader and, you know, iconic cool ones like that, but really ones that you, you hate. Uh, and I suggested Longshanks from Braveheart and Jason Isaacs from Patriot. And basically any bad guy in a Mel Gibson movie. But um, Man from Bambi, I suggested. So, so Josh and I, this one, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all bored with this one. Joshua Parsons, our good friend, 
said, my vote is for Anton Chigurh, played Jim by Hoxton. Javier Bardem in the Coen Brothers' 2008 masterpiece, No Country for Old Men. Oh! His character is so utterly ruthless and devoid of human emotion that one struggles to even think of him as a person. Rather, he is a force of nature, a personification like a of the robot. inevitable. In the film, he kills almost everyone in his path save for the lucky few. He is guided only by a base desire to procure his quarry and an overriding philosophy that mindless – Josh, you should be a critic – that mindless deterministic chance places certain people in the crosshairs and that chance alone, the flip of a coin, can save them. That's, of course, only if he is feeling generous. You should be a – Josh, thank you for that. You should be a critic. That was beautiful. Yes, yeah, Anton Shakur really... is scary. You know, he is a ruthless son of a bitch, and Javier Bardem does not give any hints that he's a nice guy under with that character. He just he just lets it all hang out. I uh, saw that movie in the theater, and I remember it, it kind of ends like Tommy Lee Jones just kind of like muttering to himself, right? Is that how yeah. it ends? And then I woke up. He's just kind of like in a diner. And then I woke up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it ends on just a... And a I was a on the edge of my seat all the way right up until that point. Yeah. So yeah, just it keeps. And you, it was because going. of him. It's great. Like, is he gonna get him? Is he, oh, here it's he goes. Go. Is he gonna kill this guy? Oh, he killed that guy. Oh my god. It's ruthless. It's, I love that movie, and some people said it was boring. I'm like, you're out of your mind. No, that was a great movie. No. I thought I thought There Will Be Blood was boring. Did Didn't see love, that. People love Daniel Day Lewis. I think Daniel Day Lewis is a great actor. I think he's the best. I thought it was a boring movie. I was just like, ah, I just can't get into it. I don't know what I've seen of Daniel Day-Lewis other than Abe Lincoln. Or Lincoln. That's a good flick. Yeah, that was good. I really liked that. You know, time People said that was boring. I was like, you're an idiot. Time certainly is a thick enough thing. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good flick. I Do you think it. Lincoln was like full of shit or like half full of shit or like he was for real? You know, I have a theory on Lincoln. I think Lincoln's one of the greatest men in history. I think he was a really, really smart that's, guy, but I think right he was thing. probably a very, like, sensible, plain, like, average kind of guy in the sense that, you know, he gave these great speeches and he did things like that, but he was probably, like, an everyman where, you know, he yes. was, like, almost like a nerd, for lack of a better term. Like, probably yes. always reading and very humble and, like, sticking to himself, but was very smart, to, you know, diplomatically, which one of the greatest presidents ever. But I don't think he was, like... Hear ye, hear ye, and jumping up on top of a carriage and, you know, saving a baby and, like, lightning bolts shooting, like, you know, slave odors from his eyes. <laughs> it's not Hulk Hogan up there. Yeah. No, I agree with you, man. He uh, he knew how to, like, put on a show. Right. But when he was by himself, he was like, Ugh, I'd rather just walk eight miles so I don't have to talk to anyone to return this penny. <laughs> right. Didn't he, like, owe somebody a penny? Walked eight miles, honest yeah, Abe. Yeah, honest Abe. He's like, good, eight miles of solitude. And I'll have to walk back, so that's 16. Oh, penny. it's like a day alone. He probably loved it. Right, just, just him and his thoughts. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I thought I thought, I thought, thought Lincoln was a good flick. Spielberg, I mean, it was good. I thought the the what was the other Spielberg movie that year. It was the year before War Horse. I thought that was kind of boring, but I don't know. So uh, I'm gonna read some tweets here. Uh, John's gonna be coming back on the air. He just stepped off for a second. If you're listening, this is Matthew Clark with uh, the podcast called Nerd Thirty Five Edition. What we do here at Nerd Thirty Five is sort of a a spinoff show of the uh, Sundays the Podcastle. So. 
Um, um, reading a few tweets here, uh, John. Yeah. Um, I dropped off, and I don't know what happened. Dropped your pants. Dropped my beans. Revert beans my pants. Okay. Uh, here's one. We've been John and I have been uh, flirting around with this group called the Podcastles Hangout on uh, on uh, Facebook, and Facebook. it's really cool, guys. It's basically a, a, a forum of, of other podcasters, and you learn different things. And I started following these other guys. Uh, they do political podcasts. They do sports ones. They do you know general ones like ours. Uh, you, you know, it's it's good to learn from other podcasters and things like that. Oh, so the feed lately has been a lot of different podcasting guys. It's really interesting to see. Um, one uh, different podcast like that they're saying yeah there's just so many of them there's, there's there's so many good ones too I mean there's a lot of like really shitty ones but there's some really good ones that you're just I just love oh, no. listening to like there's not enough hours in the day I should have spent a whole day like one day a week just listening to different podcasts and staying yeah topical. just taking little samples and just poking around yeah because the only place now that I'm taking little s- samples and poking around is the morgue downtown <laughs> how are we doing skid row what? Skid Row. Skid Row. What is Skid Row? Skid Row's the shit like, downtown. It's like it's like where all the crackheads and bums are. Is it like, it's like a the real worst place? part of California? Yeah, it's called Skid Row. Uh, I thought it was just like a nickname for a place. I mean, it's like the general nickname. It's not. There's no like Skid Row signs, but it's oh. even the mayor will say like, "Yeah, we got to clean up Skid Row." Uh, okay, and they never do. I actually wrote a sketch about Skid Row. I got to film soon. I just don't have the balls to go downtown and film anything there. But what, uh, uh, so what did they here. say? So yeah, so there's some tweets here. Um, here's one: digital news for the young LGBT, weed, and the latest from Game of Thrones. So they're talking politically, uh, short attention spanny. Younger and yeah. drugs and Game of Thrones recap. So it's our kind of like, yeah, exactly. Our cat, our our whole cast here. Are you kidding me? Uh, here's a gambling podcast about talking about home run derbies, um, tickets. Yeah, it's all right, whatever. Mary tickets. Doodles. Uh, Mary Doodles. Mary Doodles tweeted one. Can you guess what color I've been painting with today? Green. She's got green, pretty green. Yeah, She's a pretty girl too. This is how I felt when I found out I didn't listen to the new Drunken Dork podcast. So it's the Drunken Dork at the Drunken Dork, and it's uh, just a meme but uh, of a guy in a, a kilt. It's a good title, or you know, but yeah. I don't know. How long can you listen to someone who's drunk? I can't. Uh, They're not going to make sense. I, I, I don't think there's anything worse than being with someone that's drunk or high when you're completely sober and they're completely wrecked. Because they're still it. trying to make sense, you know, like... Uh, you can see them struggling. You know, you know what we should do, John? No, I'm serious, what? man, I'm serious. Uh, what? You know what we should do? Um, when we're doing the show... When we're doing the... Sh- when we're doing the shows on Sunday, we should do, like, a segment where, like, you're in a car, and... Uh, hold on, let me get my head together. I'm fucking drunk. Uh, I'm in you know a what I'm car? saying? You want me to do a show in a car? I mean, like, don't you, doesn't that make sense? That's like what a drunk person sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> and you're sober, and you're like, this is the worst idea that anyone, like, yeah, John. I always screw with them. Yeah. Yo, yo, we should get some. Yo, we should go somewhere. Yo, we should just go. Yo, we should just fly to Puerto Rico. Yo, 
like that, like it. something impossible. Let's just do it. Like shut, not, not impossible, but you know, like just yeah, not so far fetched from happening at that moment. I was trying to get money out of him, like you know, what, man, give me twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah. Like just give me twenty dollars. Like you have it. Like if you love me so much, give me twenty dollars out of your wallet right now. <laughs> you know what my trick is? Oh, I'm so hungry, but I, I left my wallet in my car. Yeah. What do you want? Oh, what that's do you the want? Best. You know, like everyone's got beer muscles. They also have ego muscles. Uh, how much you wallets. want? Yeah. And they'll give you too much. Right. Because they're like, yo, I have it. I'll give it to you. I'm yeah. drunk. I'm rich. That's the best. Take my 20. Thanks. Me, meanwhile, there's always like a hidden 40, like two 20s in your back pocket, like at all times. <laughs> yeah. I was with uh, my buddy Tim. And his girlfriend, Jen, and I were at Beverly Hills Hotel like two years ago. We were hammered. I mean, it was like nice. I had my foot in the cast, and oh. I was like humping the floor, like wasted. I was on like painkiller medication from the doctor because it like broke my toe and booze. And everyone was laughing because they were all tourists. And they thought I was like some kind of like idiot, like reality show guy. Right. So we were wasted, and we made these plans. Like we we were convinced. Oh, no. We were convinced we were going to go to Venice Beach and surf at six thirty that morning. In the morning. Yeah, and we made these plans. We were like texting each other the way home, and we thought in our minds. And our girlfriends was laughing, and it was like I think we both texted each other like afternoon, and it's like yeah, I don't. You know what? We should reschedule that. I really think. But both of us were trying were to you like. Guys, like no, we're going to do it. Like, you almost, like, got mad at anyone who didn't believe you. Like, yeah. you're not going to go. You're not going to wake up. Yo, we're going to go. I right. love surfing, and I want to see the sun yeah. rise. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen Point Break. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were, like, we thought we were, like, Swayze that night. And our girlfriends <laughs> were, like, yeah, you know, it's not going to happen. Oh, hey. Like, what's happening? And then we were both trying to, like, bullshit each other the next day. Like, no one had the balls to be, like, yeah, we're so hungover. It's, like, yeah, you know what? It's... It's a little bit later. We should probably reschedule this. Like, as if any of us is going to get up three hours like, later. No, I, actually, I got up at uh, 5.30, and the, uh, the Coast yeah. Guard said the uh, the swells were just uh, right. dangerous. We can't. We can't go. All right, whatever. We'll go, uh, we'll go tomorrow. We'll go tomorrow. We'll go. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Tomorrow comes. There's, there's jellyfish, man. They're uh, they're out of control. They are out of control. We, we're going to have to Do reschedule. Do you get jellyfish there? I don't know. I don't think so. You don't know. Do you go to the beach? I do. Never had a problem with jellyfish. Never had a problem with jellyfish anywhere. Hmm. Never got bit. Or stung, I should say. I got bit. <laughs> I got bit by a, by a gay fish in the Caymans. <laughs> That's true, man. Twice. Uh, and pinched. No, just bit. Not I'm serious. Pinched. I was feeding the fish uh, gay crab. With, 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 with bread. And I had like... <laughs> I wish there was an underwater camera. I had like a whole loaf of bread like destroyed <laughs> in front of me, and there was like a million fish. Oh, it was my. like it looked like an attack. Ace Ventura, right? And I, I, and the fish started like clearing away because like the bread was going, and something bit my nipple, and I put my head underwater because I had oh. the goggles on, and it was this like cool blue fish, and I was like, "Ha! Huh, he bit me in the nipple." So he swam he away. And the next day, I was doing the same thing, and I'm wading around in this water. And I get bitten the same nipple, and I'm like, oh, I went down. It was the same fish or the same type of fish. And no I was like, hi. I mean, it would. They thought, you know, my nipple was food or something. But uh, yeah. But you know what happens in the Cayman stays in the Caymans. But I never had a problem with jellyfish. Um, <laughs> the only invasive species we have here in California are. No, I'm not even gonna go there. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> or the that was uh, a good that was a good e break yank right yeah. there. No, no, I was gonna say uh, some of the the western um, 
wasps, African snakes that come here and they, oh. you know, decimate the grubworm population of the birds. What were you thinking I was talking about, John? Grubworm. Oh, the grubworm. Yeah, invasive species. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. It's all right. Oh, my girlfriend's Mexican. I'm, I got to pass. She just told me to shut up. I got to pass. Yeah, I know. You're immune. Completely. And like all you me. have to do is flash that. You could be surrounded by a bunch of vatos downtown, you know, a bunch of essays with tattoos in their face. They'll go, no, 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 it's okay. What are you? And they'll go, this white guy's all right, Holmes. And yes. it's like we do like a buddy slap and like a, a, a moonwalk and throw like the football around. And, you know, I get, they give me a ride home and then I invite them in and we watch like a movie. We watch, you know, Braveheart. And then you're like, so, all right, guys, get out. All right, gotta go, gotta go. All right. No, Your time no, is done. I'm kidding. Well, no, I mean, uh, you know, it's the same way with me and all the guys wearing yarmulkes. You know, now I can just uh, yeah make any kind of joke. <laughs> yeah, you can say whatever you want. I guess. tongue for lines. John, that's Hassinger. He's Hassinger, Hassinger. He's so crazy, what's he going to do? He's Hassinger, Hassinger. He's now allowed to make fun of Jews. <laughs> oh, I'm going to write, you know, I'm going to write a theme song for Sunday's show. Like, I'm going to write like three jingles about oh. all of us. And oh, I'm gonna, yeah. We're going to air them. Can yeah. you take yes. what you and I and Mary did when we were when we were doing that like beatboxing thing yes. and like I don't know Ooh. stretch it and add stuff to it and, and make that our opening theme like be an original opening theme it's a great John we, that's all we need John, you can like loop it maybe that's a great we can absolutely do that John I did the grammar Nazi video I can do anything you want with that stuff I, can make it I know here. you Let's can make it, it rain out here I think we should take that little that song and make it a looping yeah, just, like you said just like, isolate a, it just <laughs> use it as the baseline. Maybe chime in like some different effects here and there. Put like a, a, a clip, like something someone said, and, and, you know, end it with Mary singing. And that's how you in you come into the show. That's how we come onto the air. I think we should do that. And you should record something too for it. Like maybe lay down some kind of, you know, line or something. So like, like, you got to do some, some kind of voice maybe. Like a classic Hassinger, like comical voice. You do a lot of voices, man. You should actually be a voiceover guy. You do a no, lot can, of good I voices. Your I voice is very do, good for the radio. Yeah, but I can I can imitate other people. I don't. It's not that good, you know. I hear someone else imitate a famous person, and then I can do it. Well, I think that's what a lot of people do. Anyway, they just you don't know that because they're pulling it off their own uh, way. Oh yeah. I would never know that you were doing an impression of so and so doing an impression of. I thought, oh, you're just doing the source material there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's always like an like a different take on some voices. You know, like some guys do Cosby differently. Like I do them just way over the top. Oh, let me. You know, it's like let's it's get like a Cosby real. Impression here it's tonight. like real exaggerated. No, I can't do it on the spot. No, it has I, to I be got, like I get that. It has to be. You know, like he's in the news again. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, so next show we should we <laughs> should touch on material. that. And I'll jump in. Well, you my, got uh, your hip hurt in your house. That's all for now. Uh, Cosby, we got to talk about Cosby on the next show, on the next podcastle show. And and we need an update on Jared Fogel. We do, and, yeah. And the child porn. Did we talk? I don't think we talked about Jared. We don't need we to. Took, I mean, the world knows, but we, we took to it easy base. on him when we were gonna do. Uh, you know what we missed. 
right. that new segment on the show, uh, that was going to be the number one thing. Fogel. We, 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 we took it easy on Fogel. He's not alone in cooperating with authorities, according to the Indianapolis Star. Um, you know, I have an opinion on Fogel, uh, on, the, on the situation, I should say. Um, a lot of people were very quick to, um, you know, say he's a child molester, this and that. And then uh, on the other side of the token, I read in you know, my feed, a lot of people were saying, well, you got to give, you know, the system a chance, not prove, not guilty until, or innocent until proven guilty. And yeah. you don't know that. And no, I don't know that. And you don't know that. But I will say, if the FBI is raiding your house for computers at six in the morning, there is something going on there. Uh, so yeah. he's definitely guilty of something, whether it's he knew about child porn or he's holding something for somebody. The FBI wonder... doesn't just raid houses on a whim. I mean, with technology the way it is and the, the amount of – the fact that they can read anybody's email and computers and get in there, they found something on his hard drive. And, yeah, uh, that, that he... they don't like. And, I, yo, I wonder if my buddy Bob can, like, expand on this for us. Like, how does the FBI figure out yeah. that they got that they got to go in there and then how do they – do it in a way that I guess is legal, or can they just do whatever they want? Right. Yeah. If you're seems like they can, but if you uh, have a good reason. to our listeners in right now, um, gentleman Bob Coons, one of John's good friends, is going to be on the show, and he works for the um, John is it the Department of Criminal Investigative Services DCIS. Uh, yes, will be on the show in a few weeks, and really excited about that because uh, His business card says special agent. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's the coolest thing. I am so excited for this guy to be on the show. This is like... Dude, I've, I've known him since I was like six. I think I've known really? him longer than I've known you. Yeah. Yeah. He actually, when I moved... What's the connection? When I moved to Chalfont in 1989, he was like two doors down. Him and his really young brother, and it was me and my brother, and it was a brand new neighborhood, and we were the first like two houses, two out of four houses built. And so, you know, he just walked down the sidewalk... And here's a kid, three years younger than me. Let's play. And there you go. Wow. Our parents, our parents became best friends, and uh, you know they moved away a couple years later, and we stayed in touch. And then you know Ryan and I went to college, and they went to college, and they ended up having three. There was three boys and me and my brother. And then I moved down here. Uh, a month later, I fly back up to Philly to go to a wedding, to go to Rye's wedding, my brother's wedding. Right. And and his parents are there. Coons's parents are there because my parents were close and, you know, we grew up together. And so they were invited to the wedding. And she, she goes, hey, John, you know, uh, Bobby lives in Fort Lauderdale. I was like, I just moved to Fort wow. Lauderdale. It's like, yeah, I know. So I like I, I, I called him as soon as I flew back from the wedding and we watched like every Eagles game together for like five years. Uh, and then he just moved up to Atlanta. Wow, that's we were like, that's incredible. We were together like most weekends down here. About striking out. What is the name of the organization? I want to look it up. It's DCIS. Striking out. Lucking out. I was like, who struck out? You well, it depends dick. on what side of the law you're on. If you're doing things that you shouldn't be, that's, that's striking <laughs> out. That is cool though. That's I wish I see. I wish I had neighbors like that. I had like. Hey, this is Tommy. He has scurvy. You're playing with him in a sandbox today, and you're like, ah. <laughs> well, the no, funny that's thing cool, is man. I got chicken pox, so uh. Mrs. Coon sent Bob and Andrew over to our house so that they could get it. Then 
Rye got it, Bob got it, Andrew got it. Like, <laughs> Patient Zero, the outbreak. <laughs> I know. Passenger, the man that took down Shellfoot. <laughs> it's like it's like the stand. Like, oh, play good. You ever white? You ever you ever have anybody in the in the office or job or whatever? And there's always that one person every year that gets sick, and they wipe out the entire office. It's usually oh. like a woman between like forty and fifty five, and typically on the heavier side. And they always come in sick. sick. All the time. Then you need to go home. Uh, it'll go away. Achoo. Next thing you know, people are dropping like flies. Dustin Hoffman's coming in with, you know, a hazmat suit going, we got to contain the breach, you know. And then it's like, just stay home. They, they always wipe out the office. <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr.'s there. <laughs> Donald Eisenberg. Sutherland's trying to bomb it. You're like, no, 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 no. We're just a collection agency. Well, yeah, yeah. go ahead. We're going to hell no. anyway. Yeah, right. Just go ahead. No. Uh, I hate that. And it's yeah. always these stubborn idiots who just can't for some reason go, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter that I'm taking a day off, even if I feel kind of crappy. I could get other people sick. So stay home. Do us a favor and stay home. Yeah, help us out. People feel feel guilty about staying home. And most, yeah, totally. And and most companies will want you to stay home because, you know, everyone's sick. It's going to cost money. Productivity goes down. And the blink of an eye, like three of the top salesmen are gone. Yeah, and you're like, All they right, work well, the hardest. Which... They sleep the least, so their immune system's the shittiest. Right, and <laughs> and the sick person just walks over to them, right, kisses their ass. Like I'm yeah, changing the envelopes. Yeah, it's always like, uh, and the worst is when they're doing it. Like they are sick, they know they're sick, but they're just doing it to like kiss ass. So like, you need to go home, Sarah. Well, no, I, I want. I need to stay and work. It's like fucking martyr. Just go home. And they're not doing anything. They're not like producing. Right. Anything. They're actually oh. slowing you down because they're they like, get right. dragging yeah. their feet. The ego. Right. The ego. The old ego bit. Hey, yeah, do John. you guys do uh, like weekly food shopping? Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe bi-weekly on some, some months. Lately, we've been and, doing bi-weekly. And you just stock up what you need. Everything's going by here. Yeah, just stock up. <laughs> On, on everything, really. It's, uh, I hate food shopping because I'm, oh, really? I'm not good at it. And, uh, 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 Jen's really good and she's very, like, smart with, no, you need to get this. And I'm walking around, like, can I have a Hot Wheel? Yeah. And I'm, bu- and I go hungry. So I'm like, ooh, chicken snaps. You know, and like, I'm like, I'm just, so when I moved out to LA before I lived with Jen, I lived on my own, I would spend, like, $120 for like three days of food because I didn't know what to buy. Um, and really, it was like the dead of July. My old roommates will tell yeah, you. Like a giant turkey. Yeah, I was making pork chops like every night with like sauce. Like I was making like huge meals and they're like, we're like family. This is terrible. You know, I was making these huge meals of like, well, we're having pork chops and applesauce tonight. Wash your hands. <laughs> and it was like, fuck, man. But how about you? Are you, are you an every weeker? Wash your hands. Yeah, wash your hands. Uh, so, but wait a second. Hold on. Do so. Do you and Jen go together? Uh, typically. For the most part. For the most part, I don't really do much. I kind of so walk you around. Don't go, you don't go by yourself. I walk around and like pat, tap on the lobster glass and like, <laughs> like <laughs> go to the toy aisle and buy like lip, I buy like the toys like it's lipstick that doesn't really stick on like a helicopter that doesn't fly. Like I'm playing with that shit in like aisle four. 
or I'll be like getting... on the on the carts, like the motorized carts, pretending like <laughs> you know, like I'm handicapped just to get like money. No, I don't do that. Yeah, just walking around, just bored, you know. Super get a Gatorade, open yeah. it. The beer aisle. Rounds. Yeah. How about you? Are you uh you guys? Magazines. You, you're see, you're like a good cook. I know you make. The other night I was speaking with you, and you're like, "Yeah, I gotta go. I'm making, you know, chicken ala francese with you know, <laughs> scalloped halibut featuring in a demi glaze of banana roulade." And I'm like, "Yeah, I have cinnamon toast crunch, the generic kind, going down." And you were you were making like, uh, you should do a cooking show, man. That's what I was making. Yeah. Well, listen, my fr- uh, my friend Heather's my dad, my, fiance, my fiance's friend. Um, she is a really a good cook. Yeah. And she just had a kid, so she used to have like a really, I guess, kind of popular Instagram account where, you know, she would like do her cooking thing. And I was like, you know, there's a couple radio shows where randomly they'll just have some chef on and be like, what's, what are you eating tonight? Just explain it to us. Right. And it's like a five minute segment. And I, I don't mm. know if it would work like the movie review or, or whatever. I don't know. It's just something. something yes. Like we're, we're looking to fill time. You know what? I'm gonna put that on the schedule for Sunday. If 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 like an ingredient to to a, a dish, dude, that's a great idea. If it's if it's too early for that, you want to wait. We can do another week, but I think that's like a huge idea. So you would kind of do a five minute like, yo, uh, here's what I'm cooking tonight. Here's what you need. Here's what you do, so yeah. that people listening can be like, I don't know what to eat. I you know what do I? And you give yes. them simple, and it's recorded all the shows, so you can always go back and listen. Exact Omundo. Her name is well yes. on Instagram. It's Pretty Little Pretzel. What is it? Oh, I like that. Pretty. Yeah, I know. It's uh, her name's Joe, and cool. she just had a baby. She posted tonight taco night with ground turkey, cilantro, rice, and of course fixins for one. Ooh. This is uh, taco shells out of the soft tortillas. Wrap the tortilla in a damp paper towel and steam in microwave for 30 seconds. Preheat 370. Anyway, uh, yeah. That sounds good, man. I'm starving Overall, because of that. Like, I want to eat my I wouldn't, I wouldn't say fixins. I would have like described what the fixins were. Yeah, why don't you go eat? Wait, we're doing some fixins with some chillins. Oh, sir, you just reported a robbery. Uh, I think the I always forget thing what time is great, man. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, go eat. No, no, I'm fine. I, I haven't eaten in three years. <laughs> Can't eat in LA. Got to stay thin. Honestly, too, I want to give some advice. If you if you want to gain like lose a, shed a few pounds before a shoot, the best thing to do is just eat the food here and just throw it up. Like force yourself to throw it up. Because um, really remember, bad. image is everything out here in LA. So if you can just divorce your soul, <laughs> it's terrible. No. Um, no, it's good. I, I think a cooking segment would be great. I think the more diverse the podcast will become is with the movie reviews and Biscardi's rants right, about yeah. what's wrong with people and um, John and my you know subtle ADD boxing back and forth. And it's part of the charm that makes the, the podcast format. And as always, we always like to hear input from you. So please tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Uh, you can also find uh, John and I and Biscardi on Twitter. I'm at KingmanProds. John is at JDH PSU, and I am at SexyPants92. I am at KingmanProds. Um, what? And what? Biscardi is at M. Biscardi Jr. Always uh, oh, use hashtag the podcastle. We love to hear from you. Our fans, our listeners, our brethren, and our graces. And. Uh, <laughs> El Grace. Um, our brethren, our children, and our graces. What did I have to say? Grace. Grace. Totally.
You son of a bitch. Talking about <laughs> talk about the cooking show and that diverse podcast. Yeah. You want me to redo the past thirty seconds? Thesaurus. You're a thesaurus. You just have too many words in there. <laughs> and you get stuck on one word and you just keep re keeps keep going offering different ways to say it and i'm like oh, oh okay he's done no wait no he's not done and then it's gone it floats away like a cloud it's it's <laughs> like you're like big talking with me is like talking it's like uh big it's like boy double and dick dutch. tracy i'm having a it's double dutch but the, the jumping ropes are on fire it's <laughs> but the jumping ropes are uzis that are the jumping ropes are uzis that are going off no double dutch double dutch <laughs> that's what it is i got to time it right I'm sorry. I'll I'll learn to uh, to. Uh, no no no. It's I have to learn. I have to learn how to time it right. You have to learn to do shit. You're John Assinger. World learns for I, you. I, I need to write things down. I just I never do that. No, I'll stop interrupting and talking so much. No, shut up. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. 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 You ever talk to someone and you clearly offended them? But like they don't admit it, but it's just you just want to let the cat out of the bag and cut the room and just say, "Look, I'm sorry." Yeah. And they're like, "No, no, it's fine. No, I'm just uh, I, I like looking at the wall." No, no, nothing was wrong. No, no, no. I, uh, no, no, I have to go. I have to go home anyway. I'm, I'm hungry. But it's we like that lie voice. Yeah. Oh no, it's. So you know, fans are going back there, son. A turkey. Um, all right all right that's gonna be it for tonight i'm matthew clark as always with his grace john hassinger please join us uh i think we'll have another nerd 35 episode this week uh, as always, join us on Sundays at 1.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Mixler.com slash ThePodcastle with special guests. <coughs> guests. Uh. I just had two pubes pluck out. Sean T. Green. <laughs> Sorry, let's, let's class it up with the respect Sean deserves. Sean yeah. Green, uh, great comedian, will be on the show this funny Sunday. Green. He's a funny dude, and we are looking forward Bumped. to having him. Bumped. Matthew Clark and uh, John Eschner saying goodnight. night.